0: this is a holy baptist church podcast bringing you into a community in which everyone is welcome lives are changing and jesus is king thanks for listening with us today we would invite you to subscribe so you can keep up to date with us but for now we pray you enjoy listening for what god has in store for you in this episode and that helps change your life for the better in jesus name. enjoy
1: Good morning and welcome to Holy Baptist Church Online. It's great to have you uh, with us, whether you're uh, live with us now on a Sunday morning or or you're catching up later in the week. It's great to have you with us. Uh, My name's Neil. Good morning. My name's Phil. Yep. And today, um, coming up, we have um, a new series um, entitled Finding Your Place. And it has a sort of subtitle of, and I'm reading this, Discovering Purpose and Belonging, in the church, um, and this week's um, the first in the series, Ian Gray bring the message, and it's entitled "Connect." And I'm guessing that the series is a little bit about um, what church is, why do we do it, and um, what it means to us. I don't know if you ask the average man in the street, what do you think he would say? Look, a a non-church goer,
0: what do you think he thinks? He, he would say, "Church is all about." Also. I reckon a lot of people get their impression church of sums of praise. You know. All right yeah which sometimes is quite encouraging yeah yeah but other times it's quite ooh, yeah. you know it's a bit, yeah. a bit yeah. dated so i you don't quite get the spectrum yeah 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 when you watch it, do you? so i think a lot of people make a lot of assumptions yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: well, some of the braces a lot better because I was thinking but think people watch the the mr bean um oh. program where is uh, the, the, the vicar is going on and on and on and he's doing his best to stay awake and he and, and he's holding his eyes open and all that sort of stuff. And then he eventually
0: falls off his chair asleep. And um, that was my first experience at church. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I was 14 and my mum suddenly said, we're going to church. And I said, what? Because we never went to church. We ended up in this Anglican church, quite a traditional Anglican church, no, in uh, the village that I lived in, in Yorkshire. And I remember just getting up, sitting down, getting up, sitting down, and I felt so woozy, I went out and threw up in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> I was fourteen. That was my first experience of church.
1: So um so if you I, mean, I don't know if you're a churchgoer or you're not a churchgoer, but um maybe this series is for you, if you can actually find out um what is church all about, why do we do it? And um and of course church isn't a lot of people think about church being the building, but um as Jesus was we tend to think of the church as as, yeah. as the people and um we just happen
2: to meet um, the building. Let's go to the sermon now. And welcome everyone. Those in the hall, those around the corner and screen two, on the web, and perhaps those in the future who are catching up. Well, for many of us, we start a new year, don't we? As we've already said, as Daz has said, we have a new year. Children start in school, the holidays are over. Perhaps parents breathe a sigh of relief that their children are back at school. But there's a new vista that opens up before us. So I wonder what your hopes and ambitions are for this coming year. For your life, for your family, for personal things that you've got going on. But also, how do you anticipate that God will be working in your life this year? Today, we're starting a new series, as Daz said, and we're discovering the purpose and belonging to the church. You saw the introductory video, that famous um, building blocks set. Um, It's all part of something, and each part in that kit has its place. And no matter how weird or strange the bit might be, no matter how weird or strange we might think we are, in that model, every part has a place. And in the church, everyone has a place. And in fact, if we're not playing our role, then the whole is somewhat reduced. It's not as God intended it to be. So we're looking at this series that we each have our... Part to play so that rather than being a jumble of individuals milling around, we are an integrated body of Christ and we're seeking to do his will and we are equipped to do his will. So, this series, Finding Your Place, will run over the next four Sunday mornings. And today we're looking at connect. So, that's about joining a group. And you can't really grow spiritually unless you're connected relationally. We're talking about serving, joining a team to use your gifts and talents that God has given you to be a part of the mission. To invite, to invest in those people that you meet and to invite others to come to be part of this mission and enjoy the hope and enjoyment that we have in Jesus. And lastly, to give, looking at generosity. And wisdom. So today as I said we're looking at the first of those topics and that's connect. So we're going to read from Hebrews Paul's letter to Hebrews commencing at chapter 10 verses 19 to 25. And here Paul is encouraging the brothers and sisters in Christ to persevere in their faith. And we read, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who, prof- who, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on, toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more, as you see the day approaching. And we read, also well, we read those last two verses, don't give up meeting together spur one another on towards love and good deeds and encourage one another all the more as we see the day approaching don't give up sharing meet together and we're meeting together now and it's great that we do meet together we can listen to god's word and we can apply it to our lives but on a sunday morning there's not that much opportunity for us to discuss, for us to build and develop relationships. As Andy Stanley says, circles, not rows. Rows aren't very conducive for building an intimate relationship, for developing friendships. In Luke's account of the early church, we read, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. And they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. It's great, isn't it, to sit down around a meal to share food together? There's something about food that brings people together, that draws people in. And you have a sense in these times that Luke is writing about, as people met in their homes, that firm friendships were developed, building trust in people where people were able to chat about their lives and difficulties the joys the decisions that they had to make in their lives and as we read in uh, in the reading just now they were so thrilled at the new and living way that they had the new life that they had through Jesus and his death on the cross and as this morning as i was reading Um, in my quiet time so I'm even later than Sheena actually. Sheena's a Friday night, I was Sunday morning. Um, As I was reading this morning I was reminded that as we meet together we are not trusting in mere humans. I was reading from Isaiah and Isaiah says, stop trusting in mere humans who have but breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? And of course, we don't when we meet together, because we meet in the name of Jesus. And Jesus told us, where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. And as I read those words this morning, I felt the voice of the Spirit saying to me, well, you've prepared this message about home groups, about meeting together. But where am I in all this? because it's not about us just meeting together. It's not about us just socializing. That's an important part. But it's about us seeking the mind of God, about us coming together in the name of Jesus. And we do have a good time. Um, In our home group recently, we, uh, we went out and we had a meal at someone's home. They invited us in. They did all the cooking, which was great. And we had a great chat. And there was even a quiz, which I didn't do very well in. But we can see that the purpose of coming together is that body of Christ in small groups to hear what he has to say to us. So the Spirit is speaking through people. It's not that we want to hear the voice of mere humans. We want to hear what God has to say to us. And in our home groups, Christo is one of our elders, is picking up the reins on home groups and how best we can develop this and how best this can happen. And you'll see cards on your chairs this morning, and Christo will explain that. That's actually headed up Connect Groups, but he will explain what he's talking about. So, yeah, meeting together, chatting, studying the Bible together, asking questions and offering each other and praying together and allowing the Holy Spirit to work through that environment. There's the opportunity to talk through those issues. Jesus took a group of men, we call them his disciples, and he schooled them in God's way. It was an apprenticeship, really, and he was preparing them when Jesus would no longer be on earth. They would be responsible for sharing the good news and taking the news of Jesus to others. Um, They didn't always understand what Jesus was saying. In fact, a lot of time they didn't understand But they did have the opportunity to ask their questions and discuss their feelings. And on one occasion, Jesus said to the group, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And perhaps that's the question some of us have today. What is going on? What is my faith really about? And that's the opportunity that's provided within these groups. We can ask the questions that perhaps we can't ask in a forum like this. And that baton that the disciples had of sharing the gospel, that baton's been passed to us. So we will have questions and it won't be easy. So being in small groups provides the opportunity to study God's word and how we can apply that in our own lives and some of the issues that we are facing It's great because being a disciple is exciting. It's on the edge, not doing things in our own strength, but knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us and that our friends are praying for us and that Jesus has a plan and a purpose for us. Dr. Luke tells us about sending out of the 72, and he says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he's about to go. And he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out the workers into his harvest field. Go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. The 72 returned home with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. We are no different. We have been commissioned as disciples of Jesus to go out and share that good news. And there is a sense of expectation that Jesus is going to work in and through each one of us every day. Isn't that fantastic that we have that job to do? And it's great to come back to a group of people to tell them, to encourage them, say, well, this is how God has worked in my life today, and to be an encouragement to them. I know that we tend to be a bit reserved about testimonies, don't we? We're a bit English. Um, But we need to tell people what we are doing in our lives. And a small group is perhaps the best place to do that, to encourage people. But we also note that um, Jesus said, go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. So we're in a battle. It's not going to be easy out there, and Jesus never said it was going to be easy. We need a firm base to move out from where we've been prayed for, where we've read God's word. I don't know how many of you watched the World Athletics Championships held in Budapest a week or so ago. I don't do athletics, but I do enjoy watching them. The excitement, it was great. Katerina Johnson-Thompson is competed in the women's heptathlon, a competition comprising of seven events. And by the time they came to the last event, that was the 800 metres, she and two other athletes were within touch- touching distance of the gold medal. Anna Hall, one of her competitors, needed to beat Katerina by two and a half seconds in the 800 metres to secure gold. And she stormed out the blocks, opening up a considerable gap over her rival. But Johnson-Thompson dug deep, keeping close and actually finishing in a personal best time. The result of the heptathlon final was the closest... In world championships history with Johnson Thompson's combined total of 6740 points just 20 points ahead of Hall who got the silver what a triumph but a year or so earlier it was a different story Katarina was in a very different place fearing that her career in athletics was over she had a ruptured Achilles tendon and not many athletes come back from that. So Aston Moore arrived as her coach and he had 10 months to prepare her for the Hat on title. After winning the title, the World Championship, she said of her coach, he has sorted out those issues in terms of fears. He'll take away those anxieties. He has believed. He has been that person in my ear saying, you've got this. I owe everything to him and my coaches. Katarina Johnson Thompson could not have done it without her coach. She had the talent, she had the ability, but it needed others to hone that talent to bring out a world-class performance. Paul likens his life and being a Christian as to being in a race. He says, I have fought the good fight. And I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. If we are to run the race, we all need a group around us to help us and support us, that God can speak to us through by the power of his Holy Spirit to hone us in our service. For him, we need a group of people around us telling us. You've got this. You can do this. In home group, we have people of different experiences who can give godly advice and direction. It's about building that trust and having a relationship where we can trust them and we can recognise that this is God speaking rather than them. Being on the front line will take its toll. And you might recall that just before summer, We were talking about the front line and we spoke about a guy called Jeremy. And we heard about his story that he'd been made redundant and that he sensed a God that was calling him to an employer of rather dubious reputation. But he still found that he should go ahead and take that. And just as he expected, there were challenges. And on the first day that he was there, he was challenged by his boss to do something, and all his colleagues said, Well, you won't get him to change. But he stuck by his guns. And he didn't do it. It wasn't just that he felt that it was wrong, it was immoral and it was illegal. And his daughter noticed as he was walking to her to school one day that you seem a bit down. And he said to her, Yeah, he said, Diane, there are things at, ch- at um, school, uh, get it right, things at work that. Um, I just don't think i right as a follower of Jesus. And I'm sure we can all recognise that, that in our walks with him, as we go to work, that people want to take shortcuts. People want to do things that don't sit comfortably with us. And it's great to have that group of godly people that we can go back to, to talk about it and say, well, this is the situation. How do I react to that? Can I pray? Can you pray for me? And we need that love and guidance that that the group will bring, that Jesus can bring through a group like that. We all need love, support and guidance, and home groups can offer that. And we read in Thessalonians, Paul was saying that <coughs> he was saying that his hope and joy was in the Thessalonians. And he was grieved when he couldn't go and join them. So he sent Timothy to find out. Because he was concerned that they were wandering from the path. They were being persecuted. And were they standing up for what they believed in? And Paul said, I could stand it no longer when I didn't know how things were going with you. So he sent Timothy to find out. And the home group provides us that opportunity for nurture. Where we're concerned with people, we can provide that support. And I was reading in some Bible notes recently, I can't remember the name of the author, I didn't write it down, but he wrote, temptation to disobey God's voice comes in subtle ways. On the main stage, we are strong. But in the everyday journeys of life, We hear the soft, surprising voices calling us away from God's path. Each one of us is open to being tempted. And it's important to have friends who have a relationship with us, which allows them to question us, to ask us why we're doing doing things, and to call us to order if necessary. And we see that um, Paul had to send Timothy because he couldn't go himself. Well, if you're watching this remotely, then perhaps you can't join a home group. But we have that wonderful thing called the internet. So we can actually join remotely these days. We don't have to send a Timothy. And within the group, it's not just passive, we have those words that. We read, to begin with, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. We're there to provoke each other, to challenge each other, so that we are equipped to serve, to serve God. And so I think we each need to be in a group to have that love, that support, and that challenge. And in a moment, some questions are going to come up. To help you think that through, to help you think through home groups, think through where you've been encouraged. And then after that, Christo's going to come up and he's going to explain a bit more about the cards. If you are not in a home group, would you consider joining one? What are your encouragements on your front line that you can share to encourage others? Are there aspects of your life where you would value support or prayer? If you would like to talk about any of these questions, please catch up with Ian or Christo or send a note to Ian at holybaptist.org.uk or Christo at holybaptist.org.uk I Hope you enjoyed that. First in the series um,
1: around um church and what church is all about and um and the importance of church and connecting with others. We're going to pick up um, um, on one of those questions, and it's it the first of those questions, if you're not in a home group, would you consider um, joining one? And then um, and uh, at Hawley, and, and you may not live at, we appreciate anywhere near Hawley, but um, um, we have a number of um, physical house groups where people come and join together, um, but we do have one online house group, which um, meets on a Saturday, I think, um, so there is probably something for um
0: um for everyone. Yeah. And I think we have one of the problems is when you think about joining an home group is you assume it's everybody gets together, Bible study and prayer, which is always an element of it. There's always but, but actually they vary, don't they? Yeah, big time. They vary in style and yeah and focus. Some are some are much more relationally orientated. Yeah. Some are about people who want to learn more. Are they really vary. Yeah, they do. I mean, the 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 home group that uh,
1: actually meets in our house. Um, um, we've taken this um, circles are better than yeah. rows, whatever, whatever the expression was. Um, um, to hearts, and obviously you sit around the room. You do sit in a circle, but um, once a month we actually sit down and have a very basic meal together. Yeah, and it's all about um, relationships and and those friendships that um you do build up. Um, you know, whilst you, you chat while you read. So yeah, um yeah. yeah, it's not all um, you know, um intense you know, study intense, or, intense study yeah. on the on, on the third chapter of the second verse of whatever. Yeah, um yeah, yeah, yeah. it is um for me far more around um doing things together, meeting together, in our case yeah. eating together.
0: Yeah. Um, um which is really good. Yeah. Um, because I think I think that's what changes us got this uh, a bit like Ian was saying, it is those. It's very hard to do relationship in a row, isn't it? On yeah. a Sunday, if you just come on a Sunday, you're going to struggle building relationships. Yeah. I think. You'll you'll get some some surface level, you know, small talk relationships, but you won't build relationships. You won't get to know each other. Whereas if you meet around the table, yeah. it changes everything. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it yeah. really works.
1: Yeah. So we we do appreciate different people. Um, you know, horses for courses and all that. And yeah, it's not. It's not always easy for everybody else to get somebody else's house and that sort of thing. But yeah. I suppose what we're trying to say is we would encourage people to meet with other Christians regularly. Yeah. And as you know, and a good Christian friend, at least one good Christian friend, and yeah. and more than that if possible, um, is a really good yeah um thing to
0: have. Find a way to connect. Yeah. And find a way to connect because it's not that easy to connect on a Sunday, but yeah in groups or even as you were saying the volunteering thing yeah yeah actually one of the ways i got to know people really well was working alongside them i was in a drama when i was first christian we were in a little drama group long time, <laughs> yeah.
1: just wait for the next bit of
0: drama yeah, 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 yeah. you've got your name down yeah 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 i could do a very good frank spencer impersonation but we're not going there um but um but that that immediately, my first experience at church was joining that and actually really getting to know the people. Because when you do drama, you have to do some silly things, don't you? Yeah. And actually that breaks, down, breaks the answer. Yeah. And I, yeah. I built some really good relationships. So volunteering and small groups away, they're the same thing. In fact, some yeah. small groups are based around a task yeah. Yeah. that you want to achieve. Yeah, aren't yeah. They? yeah. yeah. absolutely.
1: I mean, I, I, the, the perfect job is making the coffee before the service. yeah so, hey, you yeah. work with a number of other people making the coffee, so you get to know them really well. And then you serve it and you actually meet everybody very briefly and say hello. It's yeah. a great way of getting to know um people. Yeah. Um, really so so we all always like our messages not just to sort of be messages to go in one ear, out the other. And um we all think there's there should, there should be some next steps. Yeah. Um so um two things I would say is one perhaps um watch the rest of this series. Yeah. today was the first one there's, there's four in the series about um what goes on at church why we do church what we can do church and um, what are the benefits of church so and um, please do say um for the whole series Um the second thing you can do perhaps is um is share this video with somebody else that may um benefit from it um anybody's got um their own views on church then please do feel free to uh, share it with them and then third one is just consider yourself and um Um, Do you meet with other Christians on a regular basis, be it online, um, be it face-to-face, be it in a small group, whatever it is? Um, And if not, um, then maybe just consider. And um, there were those two email addresses, um, ian at polybaptist.org.uk and christo at polybaptist.org.uk. And um, and if you'd like to know more, you'd you'd like to get involved, then um, feel free to email either of those um addresses um good um yeah that's good that's good, good. we had um some bible verses that we were going to read um we
0: did before
1: the sermon but we, the truth of the matter is we ran out of time so perhaps we just you got to read, read, yeah, read them yeah i just think they'll fit in um really well as we um as,
0: as we come to the finish so yeah um, two bible verses for you so this is um philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 and it says this, and I think this is what uh, what being in a fellowship and being connected and belonging to each other helps to achieve. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And there was another verse that... Uh, that's important proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 says this trust in the lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding don't do your life on your own do it with us do not depend on your own understanding but seek his will in all you do he will show you what path to take yeah it's a good it's a good reminder that in order to achieve some of those things we need others we need god we need to be connected in relationship to God and others it's really cool
1: good brilliant um hope you've enjoyed this morning hope it's been a benefit for you thank you for joining us we look forward to uh, seeing you or hearing from you next week thanks a lot take care bye
0: That was today's episode of the Holy Baptist Church podcast. We hope it's prompted you to want to follow Jesus, hopefully a lot, but even just a little bit more closely. If you have any questions about what you've heard in today's episode or you want to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, you can email us, gotquestions at holybaptist.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. It would really make our day. If you want to hear more from us, just a reminder, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can download the Holy Baptist Church app from the Apple App Store or Google Play to hear it as well. Simply search Holy Baptist Church. Thank you again for listening to Holy Baptist Church Podcast. We pray God will bless you and we'll see you next time.